Rough Talk VR. Welcome to another episode of Rough Talk VR, a weekly podcast with in-depth game reviews, exclusive developer interviews, and the latest Oculus Quest news. We join our hosts D Scruffles and Stratus2k1 today as they spend another episode breaking down and discussing the Oculus Quest virtual reality world. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Rough Talk VR. Today it's part of our Monday morning news you know, series where we're talking the latest and greatest in VR. Insert typewriter noise. We need like, you know, I know a lot of our, the majority of our listeners listen on podcasts, but you know, we are on YouTube as well. We have video. It'd be actually kind of fitting if we had like, you know, new suits on and at least the top, you know, really good. Someday we'll have like the, the teleprompter coming down with our stories. But no, this is just an opportunity for us to, hey, you know, just kind of talk the latest and greatest in VR. Like I said, there's been... The current happenings. Yeah, I don't know the last time. We're kind of the, I mean, cherry-picked. Yeah, hey, happenings. I won't say There's that too much is, to talk about. This isn't every single thing that's happened the last couple of weeks. And, no. Hand-selected. You know, this episode... Selfishly. It's possible in the, <laughs> the very short amount of time between recording this episode and it being out tomorrow, for all we know, something big happens in between, too. So hey, never it's a, the latest and greatest up until now. Um, but, and geez, I, I say it all the time in, in VR, I never feel like that there's any shortage of news. No, there, I mean, if you're willing to stretch outside a particular platform, then yeah, absolutely. Well, you can, there's news every day for sure. To be honest with you, everything we're going to talk about is on the meta quest. Go figure. And all right. I wonder why. And <laughs> I feel like on there anything, was no, uh, there was nothing newsworthy outside of the Oculus. I, That's what it was. I feel like that there's any given day you could just go and find geez five to ten easy things that have big things that have happened on any week in vr it's, things are moving so fast there's so many new games coming so many updates it's what's going to be tomorrow's news for people that hear it is going to be yesterday's news <laughs> a week later because there'll be a whole new block of but no these are fun to do yeah so i mean the, the world of vr never stops so thank goodness i mean right off the top there's one that i'm i'm freaking stoked for go uh, for it is a game that I saw. All of a sudden, it started popping up on social media. Started seeing it a lot on Instagram, and they had a Kickstarter start. And I want to give big props to this one. This one's all on board. I mean, anybody who's listened to our podcast, they know we want board games. Mm-hmm. I mean, we never even played Catan in real life, and mm-hmm. we had a blast in Catan. Let alone if it's going to be any, you know, game that we grew up with and really loved. I mean, this is this is our dream. We 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 need VR board games. And what all on board is, they say that they're going to have 12 licensed games in the game, but there's mods. So you can make your own games as well. So let's say you want to make Yahtzee. They don't have Yahtzee in the game, whatever. Trademark. Yeah, whatever the reason. <laughs> they didn't get that license as part of the, the 12 licensed we'll games. Call it Batsy. Which, as of today, they haven't announced all 12 of the licensed and games. And that was either. my first question to You're you. Like, was, what are the 12? What are the 12 licensed games? Because there's probably millions of licensed games, but what are we really talking about? Yeah. And so far, they've announced, it seems, I believe, six out of the 12. So yeah. I think a, a big part's going to be, what are those other six for the license? But like I was saying, if not, make you your own. Make your own, pretty much. I mean, the the promo video that they were showing, which is the only thing I have to go off of, you know, it's not like that there's any, like, in-depth, dedicated gameplay stuff, but I'll give them credit. The, the trailer they showed mm-hmm. was a lot of gameplay stuff. Um, it looked like they saw an Uno in there. Yeah, it looked like Pictionary, too. Yeah, Pictionary. But it's like, is that a licensed game or is Although that a modded you could do that one? In, you could do Pictionary in one of the the office spaces available. Yeah. Just I'm use like, the whiteboard. Yeah. 
So it's a very simple concept, but it's cool that they even... I don't think that'll be one of the licensed ones. I feel like they're showing off some of the modded content there. Yeah. But, you know, the trailer showed off a lot of stuff, and the mods ability in this game seems pretty in-depth. Like, they let you use custom characters that you can even design and, and edit on the computer. It looked like from the, the PC. I'm sorry, from the trailer, it looks like you can do it all on the computer. And then it looks like you can do, like, tabletop, like, rules and actions, and if so, then this, and it's... It looks like, oh. pretty advanced if you want to go that, that far with it. If you understand that stuff already, like if you've designed games before or you've done game mods, you'll probably understand it. For me, I'm I probably wouldn't be able to do it. And they make it seem like there's tens of thousands of different abilities in in like this mod library that they well they I have fully so. see the possibility of like really good games that don't exist and like they're not actual licensed game, but like. Yeah. Man, the most popular game is a custom-made game or something like that. I, I totally I see think it. if you give people the tools, and there's a lot of people who would, you know, I mean, it might be weird to say board game, but we'll say make a computer board game, but they just lack the tools. But if this, it's just, I don't know, man. It seems like what they're laying out is... Too good to be true? Yeah, I get that almost... Um, to the game we, we no man's sky. No, yeah, I'll go the right. no man's sky. It's like, gonna be hey, the no man's sky of board I promise games. you the world, but I'll deliver you a which you know we had it day one, and I won't knock it because I've stayed. It's with come it a and, long way, and yeah, the but reviews definitely have in terms flipped. of but yeah, they just they're promising a lot. If everything that pro- and the video game, you you referenced is you know graphically, well here's she looks pretty good. It's gonna come out on the MetaQuest and Steam. Mm-hmm. They're probably showing off PC VR graphics. I don't care what they're showing. The, the whole endeavor as a package just seems absolutely ginormous. It looked like there's customizable avatars, props. I saw a high five gesture, which we're yeah. suckers for those little things. So I mean, this looks like if they our, pull this off. This will be huge. Yeah, this looks like our dream game because I. But I do want to know. I want to know: is there a legit board game? That's going to be in those licensed yeah, games. Yeah, are we going to have attract. a Monopoly, or are we going to have a Life? Are we going to have one of those big? Life's the one I'm. I'm yeah, we've been hyping up that, yeah, wanting that for a while because it's you know, and and the board. It was one of the few ones that. Well, here's the thing: to the world of dedicated board game people, we're filthy casuals. Like we don't go deep. Yeah, we no. don't know like the real advanced sophisticated you're not a real board gamer. if people knew that like when we list board games there's probably people who love board games who like yeah, hear but that and the like, ones we list are the basics yeah, the we, foundation yeah. for you to have this I just want highfalutin want the board game that i've never heard of because yeah. it's so like yeah black no. ops you know this game looks like it has the potential <laughs> to give me the classics that i've been dying for yeah, even, it even if they're not licensed you can make it yourself i mean i'm probably not going to be able to but i'll be damned if the world doesn't run amok with crazy you know just first things that everybody's going to do is go, here's like the list of most popular games. Let's get those all checked off and then I'll go start to create my own stuff, you know? Yeah. You're I actually see, have a few, few ideas kicking in my head. I think you're going to see like D and D campaigns. If it goes that round, cause like, dude, the way that some of the modding was, it seems too well, good to be true. Again, and I'll reference, and it was just in the video clip, but this, you know, ginormous mod library, but I'm saying ginormous. It looked like there was thousands of. Well, that's how they were hyping it up. But when you look at the but potential. But that's what you're it, showing me, you know. But that's how the potential. Don't show I me to- a Big Mac and I hey, open it and there's chicken. If the modding features roll out, I I mean, just conceptually, that's in, that's infinite amount of possibilities. Like Could be. You know, I'm excited to see. But I want to see what they're going to offer looks, to the purchaser who doesn't, you know, necessarily want to have to mod something in order to play something. And then how good is their ability to find 
what people have modded. If you technically can't call Monopoly Monopoly, yeah. if you've made it, how do I find it? Yeah, you need some sort of user rating or you need some sort of... Yeah, you know, so but that's they'll, why they'll figure it out. The I'm overall sure. big picture, you know, if they can pump out a ready-to-purchase 12 licensed... It's, you know. Well, that's another thing. I don't know how the business model of this game is going to work. Do you have all the games on buy, which is how I'd, I'd prefer to pay more and just have them all right away? Mm-hmm. Or is it going to be, you know, you spend $10, now this game is $5, know. this game is $5. I know nothing. Other than I'm excited for it, I want it to, you know, I want them to come through with what they're saying. Which, hey, I'll be honest, after the game drops, if to get an officially licensed game means a $5 DLC, I understand that. I'm just talking about with, you know, the base, what's included with the you game. What's crazy is the last time I looked at their Kickstarter... It was right before they, I think you sent me a message to say, hey, they made it. Oh, yeah, they kicked ass um, on it. It looked like the average donor was about $69. If you, like, took the total. Yeah, was, by the amount of people So that's donated. a pretty big, yeah, that's a pretty big nut. It's not like well, they Well, they had, did a great job with incentives of what you get. Not as many each. donors as you'd think to get $25,000. I was pretty blown away. I was like, holy crap. Well, you know what that says to me? We're not the only person no, who, people wants want some, it. who wants it on the Meta Quest. They obviously believed in it. Uh, right now in VR, there's Tabletop Simulator, mm-hmm. which is not a game that's built from the ground up for VR like you would say this one is. Or they, they even advertise that, like, this game is built from the ground up for VR. Tabletop Simulator was a PC game that got VR support, is not available on the Meta Quest. People have some complaints of clunkiness on... You know, yeah, on I'm, VR, I'm not even asking for that. So, well, it, to me, to me, it doesn't. It, that doesn't affect me at all because mm-hmm. guess what? In the end, I don't have PC VR, so if it ain't on the Quest, I'm not experiencing it. Yeah, it's not going to be in my my library. So the fact that this is, you know, this is coming to the Meta Quest, and as we said, they blew their t- Kickstarter goal out of the water. No, they did you know, really they well. Did, they did, but I think they're biting off a huge amount, and hopefully, they I can mean, deliver. I agree with you. The expectations. Did they, they didn't. They didn't come out with a release date, though, did they? Uh, not that I. Not that, that. Not that I know of, and that helps my comfort with it. I would not like to see a deadline yeah. set on this. I always like to see. So it developers. could be two years from now. It could. Like, or it could be four. Or it could be. I mean, on the trailer, it it never. Like, on the trailer, it looked like a lot was done, which makes me. No, go, the trailer is very convincing. The trailer looked polished. It, uh-huh. it made me go, "How much of this game have you guys already built?" And you could do any of these features. That, you know, because they, they did a great job with, like I said, their Kickstarter incentives of what you get as a donor for each tier. Which you're supposed to. And then also they did a great job with, you know, like, if we hit this, this is what we're adding. They really incentivized it, you know, and like. No, kudos and we'll we'll keep an eye out on it. And if I'm something excited. moves, we'll, we'll let people know. Yeah, oh, that's definitely going to be a day one grab for me. And I'm excited to to review it. Give it give it a time. This is that's like our dream game. So I, I had to It'll check that. Be a one day off. one grab for me if it comes out with a headset I can use. And by the time it comes out, we're on the you know MetaQuest Four. I'm so excited. You know, we'll what? see. Do you honestly want to know what my gut says? <clears throat> but I'm excited. You know what my gut says? What games less than six months out of release? That's my gut. I don't know why. It just looks so polished and so done. I don't think that you're going to see this game two years. Uh-huh. Six months to a year is what I think. We'll see. Maybe even less. Let's see. Let's right, see. They were just, they did a kick-ass video and oh, really curious what they can whoever do. Whoever ran that trailer, they did a great job. They did. And that cost 5K, so well, for what, 20K, we'll make the game. <laughs> well, it's, right. They, they spent now, so. Now we'll make it. Yeah, made our made our money back on the no, market. No, who knows? But we'll, we'll keep an eye out. I got worried at the start of the trailer, too, because it was a real person. 
for like the first 20 seconds. No, I hate those. And then I was like, no, they're not going to. And then it was all gameplay Just show me from game there, footage. Which I, they did. So if you start the trailer. Some yeah. great games and they, they do that in the trailers and I can't stand it. Twilight Zone, which we're reviewing on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, hey, I don't want to give any spoilers on the review, but. The game was a lot better than the trailer because the trailer didn't really show much of the gameplay at all. It was which they can't. Which is I good. understand why yeah. they didn't in that situation because it's so spoilerish. But yeah, no, great, great job. Uh, I'm excited for this one. Uh, next one I want to talk about, we can kind of brush through this one quick. Uh, I mean, shame on us for never reviewing Red Matter 1 on our on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But Red Matter 2 is coming out August 18th now. I'm hearing State. nothing but good things, though. Dude, Chris Pruitt. Nothing was a, but him, good things. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. We, you know, he, Chris Pruitt was on our podcast, and he said, "Hey, Red Matter One was amazing graphics, yeah. but the developer in Red Matter for Red Matter Two, they've really upped it, and it's even better." Oh, and it's yeah, like, they've had all that time since the first one to make it, dude. When make that, things better, when the that the head of the the content ecosystem is telling you this one's some Visually, cutting edge graphics, yeah, looks I great. I have some expectations, so I'm freaking excited for this. So. August eighteenth is coming up pretty quick. Let's see if we can. We'll, we'll definitely be reviewing that. So yeah, we'll definitely have to give Red Matter its time in some way, shape, or form. Uh, but definitely, we'll have to review Red Matter two ASAP as well. And then this is probably the one news item that maybe isn't related to MetaQuest. I'm pretty. I'm hoping it will be, but mm-hmm. uh, an alien game, like not like just outer space aliens. I mean, like, like the, the movie franchise. Yes, Alien. It's funny when they, they give the breakdown for it because it's like the game set in between Alien and Aliens because, you know, the Alien IP has gotten There's pretty silly. There's only been like their, 10 of them. So. Yeah, they've gotten pretty <laughs> silly with their naming. So it's funny to just hear it. it's between Alien and Aliens. They even had Alien versus Predator, I think. Alien versus Predator was, was pretty funny. I remember that as a, so a kid. Stupid. I think they even had two of them. You talk about squeezing a, squeezing a rock and getting cash to fall out. Hey, those, those verses never work good because like you're doing disservice to somebody. In the end, of no, it, you know? you're looking at you know, and they try a their best out to, franchise yeah. that's on its last. Like, okay, what more can we do? They did the same thing with Friday the Thirteenth. Yep, you know, they ridiculous. Did Freddy shit. versus Jason. Yeah, it's like, come on. But Have you seen much since? You know, I'm excited to see. Uh, I mean, they had a, a VR mod of an Alien game a while ago, years ago, but it was never official release or anything yeah. like that. I'm excited to see an official Aliens game. I think that could be like shit your pants worthy. It'd be scary. But they haven't said if it's coming to MetaQuest. All they said is it's coming to console, PC, and VR. What's VR mean? Could that be? I think it's an open statement so they can go wherever they want. They want but, to see where. But where's the market right now? You know? Yeah. If, if, if in my opinion, I, I. If it was my money, I'd put it where people are buying games. People know our thoughts. I hope it comes to the MetaQuest. <laughs> so I'm if excited. If it does, but I'm scared to review it because. I mean, and I'll go back to the original Aliens movie, okay? It was some scary shit. Especially for its time. And you really didn't see the alien that much at all. That's what makes it... it even scarier. I think that's (laughs) what makes a lot of Twilight Zone scary, too, is the ambiguity of the setting and everything. Yeah. Not not exactly knowing. I'm excited for to drop that review on Wednesday. No, it was a good one. Twilight Zone was... was... So, yeah, that's one we'll pray comes out, but at the same time... I might not cry if it doesn't, because I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to go into it and be like, I'm going to get scared. <laughs> they're, they're not going to make this a, especially if they're bringing it with the purpose of VR, and it's like, yeah, let's really fuck. Well, with you're going to go face to face. Dying in that game terrible. is not going to be fun. That's Unless like, they corn it out and make it like an arcadey shooter, but I, I just have a so. feeling they're no, just going to try to scare the crap it. out of you. Yeah, and oftentimes with those games, makes me scared. I'm such a wuss, <laughs> and VR is such a different animal. Like. 
there's some in these games i need to be on party chat you know it just i feel like i handle them better talking live than just like being fully immersed in there but even on console these type of games it's not the jump scares not the enemies it's nothing more than just the feel yeah you're there man the sound the ambience it all plays that factor but you pull all those things the same things in a movie that scare you you do that in vr it's just deeper scare oh yeah. So I agree with you. If this one just, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to review it and not review it. Yeah. But we've been saying too that we need to do a really scary one. And that could be it. Just because of our, I like could outer be. space things. You I know, want like, the scariest they can give me. Oh shit! I'm, I mean, there's some titles for for flat screen that are just ridiculous. Console. I mean, that are yeah, they're scary shit. And again, it's all about the environment. Holy it's crap. all about. It's not always what you see or what exactly. So if you're scared you with that. Imagine being in oh, it. And there's come th- on, those man. are going to come to VR eventually. Yep. So we'll watch that one first. Makes my hands sweaty. Yeah, just even thinking about it. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't need that alien noise chasing me. And I don't want it to be arcadey. I'd prefer if it was scary. I would be shocked if they went that round. Can that route. This, hear the sounds creaking. Hear that thing coming. I always get a little worried when I hear like, it's not VR focused. That's like part mm-hmm. of, it's a, you know, it's. Got VR. I'm like, oh, let's see. What if you can be the alien? <laughs> Travel all faster. That's possible that VR is only one gameplay mode. They haven't, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Well, th- that's, a, that's a watch. Watch and see more. And now uh, I'm not really, like, big into a lot of modern music. It's funny yeah. how that goes. But, you know, anybody who's a Post Malone fan last week, you know, Post Malone had some, had a concert drop on, on Oculus. I don't think that's really either of our. Cha-ching. Nope. <laughs> no, I heard, actually, I, I got no disrespect for the guy at all but i heard nothing but positive things from it so if anything if it was a flex of them saying look what we can do and we can actually get people who can draw a crowd then it's a it's yeah, a good hey, start they, man they've had some good concerts so far so like i said it's not my cup of tea but anybody who likes post malone maybe you missed the mo- the news oculus has been pushing it pretty hard on their anytime media, i've but- gone into those things though i've gotten laggy issues and stuff so i think the way they do it is like they try to connect you in with other people yeah. and stuff i think it would be cooler to do a private room i think it would be easier it would be easier to handle and then that way it could be like hey let's just watch it together yeah. or just just who you want i think but anytime i've gone in it's always I, been yeah i don't need the experience with a bunch of people um but still good for them for pulling that off and it again i haven't heard anybody say anything negative about it said it was a lot of fun i go to more concerts if they're like that yeah, I hope that it's it's a good direction to go down. It's again. a good start. Yeah. Um, now this one's this one's huge. Uh oh, what do we get? Drum roll, please. This is one that people have been, been hyped for for a while. In August, Facebook is removing the the requirement. Yeah. For well, uh, sorry, let me go backwards. Meta is removing the requirement for Facebook accounts to be linked to your Oculus account. Yes. So sometime in August, if you sometime in August, if you choose, you can unlink your Oculus account from your Facebook account. You know that's something that's been commonly requested uh, for quite a bit. The way it's going to work now, though, is that they're going to have what's known as a Meta account for it. So you create account. And I've heard some people go, "What's the difference between that?" Doesn't and, get you on your Facebook. Oculus, <laughs> one's not a social media account. You know, it's like, it, it's it's unlinking social media from your Oculus account, which one could argue if that ever really should have. Watch how many people get upset about it. How dare they? Yeah, hey, why can't How I, dare they give the, I didn't have that option two years ago. I, I, I know. Dirt at bags. Least, I, look, it's going to be something, I think this is, 
Good. They're they're still leaving you the ability if you want to keep yours linked. No, the, the the big complaint people had was they don't forced. want they want Big Brother Facebook watching them, and they don't want to be forced I, to have a Facebook account. Which I can understand. Uh, um, that's and, when I understand. It. And I guess from a legality standpoint, one could argue by making you have the Facebook account, you've kind of already said that you're an adult or you're of age. Maybe I don't know what the reasoning. I don't even care because at the end of the day. I'm not going to make it so my account doesn't have to be linked. I'm going to keep it the way it is. I actually like it that way. It's less shit to have to remember. I mean, how many passwords does somebody have to have in their life? In different accounts. So I, I'm not, I don't think I cried about it when I even had gotten a headset. I'm like, all right, well, this is cool because I already have an account. So I don't have to do anything special. Nope. So that's a, a commonly requested feature that's, yeah. that's checked off, you know? But again, I'm I'm actually not upset that. No, I'll probably keep mine linked. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, right. I was what I was going to. I was never was, upset to begin with, but I didn't. You know, I guess if I never had a Facebook account, I might have been again, like, "Hey, what the, the hell?" Or like, you know, there's been people who've been banned from Facebook, which you know will. Well, but do they you get, want them on your account? They, yeah. they get they get full. I can understand somebody saying you getting banned from Facebook shouldn't mean you lose your library of games, which is what would happen. You you get banned from Facebook, you don't have your games anymore. Yeah, I agree. So I can understand it. But I think it's it's a very clear distinction of what the difference between a meta account and a Facebook account is too. It's like I think the same things with Steam though, isn't it? If you get banned on Steam, you like yeah. for using hack programs. Oh, and I, shit. I I imagine. I don't know the the technicality of it. I don't but know if it's it, just the game or but the it, whole the whole big setup. difference between getting banned for what you do in a game versus banned for what you post online on a social media account. Yeah, you know those are kind of and vice versa. So. I think it's just a good update. It's so cool. do they ban you? Here's, uh, I'm just curious. If you're in-game and you act a fool and you get banned, which has happened, mm-hmm. do you lose your Facebook account? That's a good question. I don't think they vice versa. Right? Right. So your behavior on Facebook, though, can cost you your Oculus account, but your yes. behavior on Oculus will only cost you your Oculus account. Well, and I think what they ran into I'm not going to test this theory. No. Well, what's good is that they listen, they, of they, they listen to... They listen to customer feedback. So that was yeah. commonly requested. Yeah, no, it was a good move then, on their part. You know, you follow the Oculus forums and stuff, and you could see that, you know, what happens in the meeting rooms and what actually gets executed are very different. And you could see the logistical trouble that they would even happen having where somebody would contact Oculus support and be like, hey, my Facebook account got banned. And on their end, they're like, we're limited what we can do because it's a different department. It's Facebook accounts that, hand, you know, it's so what sounded even easy maybe on their end in theory i think even executing they probably weren't too happy with the result of it even on their end besides customer feedback it just did what they had to do so they could be in control it was an experiment they tried they tried something but they've evolved and they listened and here we are i think uh you don't get coming up in august you don't get to be where they are in vr without taking chances and like some not everything is a home run so it's like they tried something it wasn't the best okay no try no, but it got it, them, it got them started yeah so, so. It, it is what it is it's cool that they, they listen to that stuff and i'm glad that now there's going to be the band account i probably won't unlink mine but it's cool that for those yeah, that, that i'm just lazy with it and it's easier because it i've had it like this so long and yeah. i feel like it's mine because mm-hmm. it's linked to me and in, in my social media I just account can't wait till i see somebody post that i miss when i used to just be able to easily share from Oculus to my Facebook, and then someone's going to be like, did you unlink your account? And they're going to go, so yeah. It's like, do you want your cake and eat it too? You know, I already know that there's going to be people who unlink their account, and they're like, they, they missed the, the benefits of having it linked, you know? Yeah. So that that is what it is, but cool to see that coming. Now, something big that 
that I'm excited about. You know, you're going to hear us talk a lot about licensing and things like that on Wednesday's episode with Twilight Zone VR, obviously, but talk about licensing. Walkabout's uh, Labyrinth course is dropping July 28th. That's a big one. And on top of that, it's getting eight-player support. Which is even bigger, yeah. literally. I mean, we just... It's a lot of players. Yeah, this... Yes. I mean, the other day I played some uh, some Walkabout with some of the listeners of the podcast, and, you know, it was a four-person game. Even a four-person game, it's not like it's an uncomfortable or an obnoxious amount of time, but it's not like you blow through it in 10 minutes by any means. An eight-person game is going to be fun. That's like a marathon, you know? You've got... Yeah, you'll have your fun cut out for you. Yeah, but, I mean, there's been times where we go to schedule games and you know it's like oh we're at five people no more can join but like maybe there's one more that does want to join so yeah, and you don't have to have all eight you can just have up to yeah, so, up to. so it gives you at least the option so it's cool to see that they're getting the eight players but i'm freaking excited to see that labyrinth i'm course. real curious about the labyrinth the yeah. movie goes old old school yeah you're you like david bowie right yeah you're david, david bowie, bowie fan, shit. so it's like that was the life. first thing you said when i when i when we heard this you're like who david bowie yeah i'm like oh David Bowie was one of the stars of that movie. Yeah, and I didn't... For its time, it was a great movie. By today's standards, it's garbage. Well, here's the thing. You caught me with that because I didn't watch Labyrinth growing up. You know, this is definitely much more of a... What year did this come out? like, what, 20? So this probably came out, like... What what year? 90s? I I don't even know. 89 or 90? I feel like the 80s just sounds right. It's got the 80s vibe. um, I didn't... I never watched it. So, like, you're like, David Bowie was in it. And I was like, oh, shit, really? And I I Googled it, and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like, that was... I just missed the mark on it. But it's cool to see that they're going the route of these big IPs, you know? It's like, imagine a Star Wars course, like, on the the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. How much you bet they're already working on it? Yeah, or a Star Trek course, or Harry Potter course. Walkabout doesn't play. A course in Hogwarts. It's like, man, there's so... (laughs) if, If they want to go this route... The license route? Yeah. Fuck, there's endless potential. Uh yeah, and like you know what you walk it's now you're in with like movie studios and shit. So yeah, you do anything. Walkabout goes deep with small details. It's like Sweetopia had some like dead employees hidden in some areas, uh, and then when I was playing El Dorado yesterday, they went and showed me where the hidden stash of gold is because it's El Dorado. Yeah, and it's way off in the distance. You go underneath some water. You want to find El Dorado? It's way off in the distance in some water. Have fun. Like, that's not going to, you're not going to find shit off of that. I didn't know if you, what the spoiler ratio was. Yeah, no, you're going to look in the distance and find some water. And somewhere in that water, you're going to find some gold. Have fun. Cool. <laughs> no, but nonetheless, they, like, they go deep into, like, those little details. So, Labyrinth or any uh, IP, it's like, you know, they're going to pimp out the decals on that. No, oh, cool. I'm excited. So, that's coming eight player. You know what else is coming the same day on July 28th? Zero, zero caliber dropping some PvP. That'll be interesting. You know, that was one of the the few shooters that had a co-op mode, like a co-op campaign. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I enjoyed zero caliber a lot, actually. Actually a lot of fun. But PvP, I'm curious if it's going to be like solos PvP. Is it going to be like we can work together? But I definitely got to pop in and enjoy that. A little yeah, bit, I'm, I'm intrigued and I'll take my ass whooping accordingly. Well, I think P- the lack of PvP is probably the only thing that kept them away from being in the same discussion of shooters as some of the other ones like contractors and pavlov and things things like yeah, that but they had the co-op feature that mm-hmm. others didn't have and so. a good campaign yep so. so they they held their own with so if they can bring a good pvp it's gonna yeah, be i'm good. curious if it'll just be all free for all or is it gonna be set teams what's it gonna be you what know my, you know my opinions so if it's free for all i'm not gonna get the most enjoyment out of it if me and you can work together i'm gonna have a blast 
No, I, I'm curious. Yeah. Real curious. But July's closing up pretty strong with both walkabouts, labyrinth course, and... That one I think I'm probably the most excited for right now. Uh, which one, though? The labyrinth course. Yeah, me too. Yep. Uh, definitely the first time we play it, we got to go in, just me and you, find all the ball, spend all that time, but I really want to try an eight-person game in there. I think we can do it. It's going to be fun. It'll be a fun night, that's for sure. But then I'm definitely going to, I, I got to check out this PvP update. I just got to know how it's going to work. I got to know how it's going to play, how, how it's going <laughs> to run. And I just like to support Zero Caliber. You know, that's underrated developers, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and then, I'll actually, I'll, I'll, I'll end with this one. So let me let me skip ahead real quick. But, uh, you know, we talked about it last time we did one of these, these news episodes, uh, that Demio was coming out with their two-player. Mm-hmm. Um, mode where each player can control two pieces and it's officially released. So that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, last time the new, the, when the newest book came out, we had thought that the two player mode came with it. Yeah, we're idiots. So we went to go and we're like, how do we, how do we do the two player mode? <laughs> you don't, you it's wait for it out, to yeah. come out. Yep. Be patient. So if you're like us and you got all excited at the last update, you've just been dying for it, you yeah. know, two player mode. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I'm excited though. You know, two players, two, uh, two players, four pieces. That's going to be a lot of fun. So this last one, because mm-hmm. it's just silliness of all the, you know, it's, it's funny what breaks into the mainstream. Like you look at like some of the most profitable things on the quest store in terms of funding and stuff like that. It's, it's like rec room and VR chat and fire up, you know, like my phone, I'm looking at the news and what do I see the other day? HBO is making a VR chat documentary filmed all in VR chat. Mm-hmm. Have fun with that. It's very interesting that I got so many questions of the way this is going to work because I don't, I don't fully understand. Like, okay, a lot of VR chat avatars, and it's completely kosher when you're just playing the game, but like they're existing licensed things that people are using. I'm curious how they're, if they're just going to be very smart with the characters and the locations they use and the way that they controlled it, I guess to say the stop some of the, the random non-HBO friendly mm-hmm. moments that might pop up. I'm curious how this all went down. Like, how long has this been in filming? How did they film it? How are they going to make this entertaining? What's the storylines? Is this going to be good or bad for the world of VR? So it's just a documentary about VR chat in VR chat? Yes. Hey, you know, they got money to burn. They can burn all they want. I don't I'm see just curious the... how it's going to go down. I got a lot of questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if it's going to be good or bad for the industry. <laughs> I, think it's good. I mean, the way it sounds to me, it's a comedy. Like, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to get out of it. I just have a lot of questions. You don't know who the people are on the other side of those avatars? How did this come to be? That'd be like having a documentary about AOL Messenger in Messenger. Send. Yeah, I'm curious how visually user-friendly. I saw them posting a trailer. Weird. They posted a trailer, mm-hmm. and in the trailer, I saw one of the characters' arms clipping through the table. And I'm like, how is this going to really go through with the public? I'm just like, what's the point? And how much of the public and would I'm not even see on, a preview I'm, for this and be like, yeah, I'm watching two hours of this? Yeah, and I'm not hating on VRChat at, at all. I even said it right in the beginning. VRChat is no, one of the I'm most just trying to understand what the... What, just like... Something has to be visually appealing to watch it, right? Whether it be a documentary or cartoon or anything. I like when I'm wrong. 
Like, hey, why would VR best documentary ever? Hey, why would why would <laughs> mini golf and VR be good? And well, then you play it and you understand. Because mini golf is good. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that. I'll say no more. I I'm hoping that I I watch it and I go. All right, you know, they're on to something, but I'm a little curious how this is all going to go. It's going to I have depend so many... on whatever spin they want to put on it, and it can be as positive as they want, or they can find the most toxic human being that money cannot pay for, and they can... You yeah, know, what's the compensation know. that these people... Yeah. it's like, so, I mean, what they'll, they'll find and create and or... I mean, they'll find. I didn't mean to say create. I'm sure they would never do that. Yeah, they would definitely keep the it personalities all 100% that organic exactly and never... make this documentary a very touching. It was moment. all I just organic with it. no scripting. <clears throat> Doesn't make sense to me, but no, I have so many questions. I have so many questions logistically. I have so many questions. Uh, I mean, like, I'm I'm in my head. I'm like trying to think of ways. Like, okay, someone came to me and they're like, "We want you to do a documentary on you know VR chat," but. Skyrim. We're gonna have it all be done inside the world of VR chat. I'd be like, you know, it's just it's probably not gonna it doesn't sound and feel very entertaining. Skyrim's one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. They said, here's a documentary coming that's filmed inside Skyrim. Yeah. Won't exactly be all about it. Well, yeah, they I mean made, they the made star- a documentary inside Pop One. I'd be like, what's the fucking point? I can go in Pop One myself. Watch I'm my own documentary in Pop One. Which, you know, VR chat's a social platform. It's, you know, apples and oranges. I get that. But, yeah. like, I just have a lot of questions. And I'm just, like, my main thing is, is this going to be good or bad for the... Not not in terms of how's the product going to be. It depends if they want to... Is, is, how's it going to be just for... The world of VR? VR, yeah. I mean, again, as sight and seeing nothing and only hearing that this is going to take place and this is the, the concept, to me, it's just funny news. It's like, eh, that's funny. I, I can't take it too serious because yeah, it's like... Yeah. I got a lot of questions. It's like you're really reaching deep if that's the realm you have to go to to dig up dirt on VR. It's like, I'm going to go in a shady chat program. I don't think they're doing it in like a dig up dirt way. Okay. Well, even in like, a positive... Hey, this is how great VR is. You know, okay. I still just don't see the allure. You know what would be a great documentary? This would be a fucking amazing documentary. I would love a documentary that follows a game design... Like from a, start a, a studio finish. on like making a game from start to finish. I would go crazy about that. See, that's a great VR a documentary. two-year documentary. And it would be amazing to watch the the process from concept to the, the struggles. Maybe that's what this to is. To crunch time. It's not. I know. I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to find a way. Mm-hmm. Because that's captivating. To make I think, this like something that you'd want to see, both good or bad. You know. Well, I mean, well, we could be in the minority. There could be everybody who's listening to this right now could be like, you guys don't get it. And that's get I, what? I don't know. The world of VR chat? Or I mean, just like why this concept. is going to work. That's great. Glad to meet you. <laughs> I just, <laughs> maybe we just don't get I don't it. I, I think that's probably part of the problem. Yeah. But hey, we're going to find out because they're going to do it. They're going to do it and I've got, I got a peek. I got to know. Yeah. I'd like to know compensation. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I'm going to feel what? really bad if they just took advantage of some some people just use it and like, hey, you want to be on this? And like, there was no compensation. And, yeah. maybe, and maybe they're not presented in <laughs> the most Can you lower your voice way. a little for our, uh, our TV thing? Because you sound a little young. Okay. I'm, I'm curious. I got so many questions. And there's there's ways that it could be spun good. And there's ways it could be spun bad. There's ways that yeah, it could have probably. Yeah, it could be spun bad. I spend all my time in VR chat. Mm-hmm. Consumes my life. 
It's all I do every day, all day. Yeah, it could be. This could be. I don't leave the house. When they're all said and done, this could be like a VR hit piece. I don't even order Amazon unless I can do it in VR chat. I eat VR food, but I'm losing weight by the minute. Maybe I'm paranoid. I don't think, I don't really don't think anybody's in that deep. If our Your headset would die. If our podcast was about, example, World of Warcraft, and I saw a documentary coming out about you know, filmed entirely in World of Warcraft about the players in World of Warcraft would be like, oh, this is probably not going to put the most positive spin or look, make what I need, probably not going to make our industry look the best, our niche look the best. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but that's kind of how I feel. It's usually how it plays out. That's, they usually will try to find the best of the best, wink. When I, when I heard of this, I went, I don't think that this is going to be positive for VR. If and it's I, not, it's going to be comedic gold. And I don't think that the people who may are making it are interested in making it positive for VR. If anything, they might be interested in going the opposite way. I'll need more of a plot than they're doing a documentary about VR in VR chat. That's pretty big. Let's see. Let's meet the characters. (laughs) Meet the cast. Who knows? This is XX Valerie XXYC. (laughs) This is Billy Bob 69. Billy Bob. My name is Godzilla 4127. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just, we'll see. Who knows? I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it not serious. I'm not until, hitting on VR chat no, 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 at no. all. I'm just looking at the conce- concept of. I, that's why. We, that's why. What, you, what you've explained to me mm-hmm. and my reaction to it is right now. It's just comedic gold. Yeah. Well, that's why I use World of Warcraft now. Until it gets like, serious, and if, I need to be serious. If we, if we were talking about World of Warcraft in our podcast or whatever, like yeah, like a documentary coming out with it. Probably wouldn't spin it, and then they about the average player's playtime, blah blah blah. It probably wouldn't be a positive spin, and that's not hating on the game. It's just like I don't trust directors yeah, and stuff like that. Even if they tried to shit on it, at the end of the you know, all jokes aside, it's like if someone is just not designed to have good social skills to want to interact with real people, but for some reason they can put a headset on and do it in the virtual reality world. And maybe it's because they can body design themselves the way they want, or they can behave the way they want. Then they're still interacting with people they never would have outside their little self-built world that they're scared to leave. So it's like, I'm I'm hoping it's more of like, truthfully, that kind of spin of like, yes. And I could see a very positive way. I have people issues. I'm agoraphobic, whatever, but I can travel the world now. I can have real conversations with real people just like me who, Mm-hmm. I never could before. Today we're highlighting the world <clears throat> traveling aspect. Today we're highlighting on this episode, like I know that there's a big comedy scene in these VR social platforms, which I think mm-hmm. is huge. There's a lot of people who, uh, you know, they actually use this as like, before I start going to open mics in real life. Yeah, beta tests. Let me get a little bit comfortable because as you said, social anxiety, or maybe they never even mean for it to go to that point, but you know, they've always wanted to go Just on stage. Fun. Yeah. And this allows them to. There's big VR stand-up com- uh, communities in there. You know, if an episode was was focused on that, and then the next episode was, like you said, somebody who wants to be a world traveler, and they get to do that, and the next episode focuses on... Yeah, so, I mean, there is a positive way they could, they spin. could spin it. It's just, am I confident that no, but how much negative? How much negative is there with it at all? None? That's, Little? Yeah. I mean, it's so minor and insignificant, so it's like they could put the most hardcore... Well, I think what you said is perfect. That if they tried to put negative spit on it, it would just be comedic gold. It's comedic gold. It's and, already kind of funny yeah. until I see more of a plot. But let's be honest. They can't say people are spending hours in VR. Did you type that article on your fucking phone? 
you know mm-hmm. the, you know so it's like that that argument with yes video games or anything with two hour battery max is out the window the minute you know the yeah. the smartphone was invented and we've all become fat you know just it's an extension of our freaking palm this entertainment crack yeah so it's like what are you gonna say about vr i don't know people get molesty i don't know yeah People okay, get people so, find niche communities that they vibe in. Like, what's the negative spin going to be? I agree. So it's funny. Yeah, right I'm now curious. it's funny. A lot but, of questions. But if they do bring more of the spin that I kind of was talking about with the serious note of it, then yeah, it would it would be cool. Yeah, because it I'd, would show the real positive sign and uh, the therapeutic benefits to some people as well. Yes, yeah, so I think you hit the the nail on the head there. If that's how they go with this, then... and that's why we're not doing documentaries because we're not going to look at the the shitty side of it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Okay, no, that's cool. Yeah, that's I mean, a lot of good news. And look, that's not all the news that happened since last time we did one of these. This it's is just like cherry pick news, and this is like all stuff within the last week too. I don't think we've done one of these news episodes in like a month or two. We do what the major networks do. We just cherry picked what we thought was important, and we'll leave out the other stuff. Yes, but hey, I'll say it all the time. If you ever got any any input, any suggestions you want to give, if you think that maybe we should have talked about a story, you want us to review a game, you just want to say hi. Yeah, just you let know. Us know. Just uh, go join our official subreddit. Go join our official Discord. You can find the links in our show notes and let us know. You know, I mean, we're pretty communicative. Like I said, we played a nice game of walkabout. <laughs> no, I you got did. smoked. I unfortunately could not. Yeah. One of the, the very few belly upset days. Yeah, weird. Call. I had like a stomach bug and then it you, coincided you, with... Playing in VR, but you thought it might have been VR related? I thought related? it was all VR related, and I freaked out, and I sent you a message right you away. You think I'm VR broken? I'm VR broken, dude. And I said, I think I'm VR broken. And I was like, I, don't, like, I well, think it was just the game. No more VR, no more podcast. I'm like, what am I going to do? And then this it sucks. ended up not even being the game. Nah. So you played it the next morning, it and you felt, morning. felt fine. Felt great. It was probably like, I bet you you were teetering on feeling nauseous with like stomach issues. Yeah. And then that just that little bit set you over. And then the psychology, because I'm in VR, and I'm like, it's got to be the VR. It can't mm-hmm. be anything but the VR. I'm sure if I was getting, like, the flu when I was in VR, I would probably blame it on VR. VR yeah. Until, like, three days later, it'd be like, that's weird. Yeah. I got this terrible cough. It was just, uh, dude, I, I was <laughs> pissing myself laughing when I got a message saying I'm VR broken. Well, I freaked out, man. I was like, what the hell? Well, that was your, never I never really you, happened, you know? I, I think it happened to you the day you got your Quest. Yeah, the day I bought my Quest. Because you did Epic Roller the Coaster. The free, free Epic Roller Coaster. And it app. kicked your ass. Yeah, but I didn't, I love this part of it. I didn't just do it. I did it like three or four times. And felt it and kept doing it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. I feel pretty nauseous. Let me do it again. Which I'll like, do this track. Oh, I feel even worse. Okay, let me do this one. The way to get used to VR and like if you're suffering with VR sickness, it's not to just push through it and no. gain a tolerance in one session. No. You feel it. Stop. stop. <laughs> Next session, you feel it. Stop. And just eventually it just won't happen anymore. But yeah, but I had no but problem. But if you push that. through that, it gets miserable. I thought... If I didn't take my headset off, I was going to faint. <laughs> and I'm like, could you imagine fainting in VR? Well, remember one time you fell asleep? We were playing, I forget what game it was. I don't even remember. Oh, my God. It might God. have been something puzzly or something like yeah, that. I remember. And you fell asleep for five minutes. And I hear, because we're party <laughs> chatting, I hear you go, dude, I just woke up. I thought you I, heard me snoring. And you're like, dude, I just woke up and I'm in VR. And you're like, it's so trippy right now. Yeah, i yeah, because it was one of those like, like five minute sleeps. Like you just oh, like, easily. <laughs> it might have even been longer. We were it playing was like one a.m. or something like that. It was that. enough that I wasn't snoring, but my breathing woke me up, 
And since we were in party chat, I remember the first thing I thought of was, is you, oh, you had were, to have heard me breathing. <laughs> There's no way you didn't hear me breathing. Just you being like, I woke up in VR and it's drippy. I was open like, my eyes and it's like all colorful and weird going on. I was like, holy shit. Dude, yeah. I'll never forget that one time <laughs> I was on Reddit and somebody was talking about that they've been sleeping with their headset on recently with it on, but they're not dreaming anymore. I'm like what's going on? And it's like, bro, I'll tell you what's going on. <laughs> You're sleeping with the fucking headset on. Yeah. What are you doing? There's weird lights being shined on your eyes. You're not supposed to do that. Doug, your life is a dream right now. Can you imagine sleeping with that shit on and then taking it off in the morning? You're basically putting on a headset at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, what is real? Like, fuck that. Like, what are you doing, homie? Maybe when we open our eyes, we've turned on our Well, that's the thing. You start to, you know, I don't think you should be sleeping in VR. No. And are you sleeping? Yeah, no shit, you're not dreaming, you're not asleep. <laughs> no, you're, I get weirded out by weird shit. I was telling you t- um, today, I'm like, and I, I've thought it before, but it just never affected me, and then all of a sudden I'm like, so I'm in VR, and we're talking like multi-platform mm-hmm. games that exist, it's like somebody could be on their cell phone. Or their, their console. And then someone else could be on an Xbox, and someone else is in VR, but you're actually in it. It's like somebody's looking on a little, They're seeing your little screen or whatever and seeing your character run around and shit. But in your world, it's, you know, it's full scale. It's legit to, well, to size. Honestly, that's what makes multiplayer VR so cool. It's because like it's crazy, okay, man. If we're doing a co-op game flat screen on console or something like that, and we bump into each other's avatars. They're maybe, just avatars. And you know it. Like some MMOs even have like wave emoji and stuff. Yeah, and it's dance. Like, it's a little, it's silly for once, but it's, in the end, it's disconnecting. Yeah. But when it's in VR, that's each other's, to be silly, sometimes we'll give each other knuckle up, high five, we'll be like, yeah, have a good night, we'll give each other a hug, and guess what? It's it's weird, because it's like, you know that that's another person. It's different. Oh, it's yeah. It's different on a totally different way than than flat screen avatars could ever be. And it's like... It's easy for, you know, you use VR enough, you get used to it. Mm-hmm. But you really stop and think about it. It's like, dude, that's not just an avatar. That's like physically somebody else. That's a human being. Yeah. No, it, it it really was trippy to know that. I think it was the this when I my brain went to the, someone's on a cell phone mm-hmm. playing one of these games against people who are actually in VR. I'm like, this is just nuts. This is getting like way out of hand, <laughs> you know? Just the levels of shit. Then you start going deeper and going, well, what about the whole theory about... Simulation theory. Yeah, exactly. It's like it just starts adding credibility. That's why I'm not sleeping in VR. That's why I'm like that. The smallest little game tablet or phone can still play a game. Well, when I get tripped out is when... There's been a lot of VR games recently that do this that have like an old school game inside of it. Yeah. Like an arcade arcade machine. machine. Yeah. And it's like, well, right now all the game can handle because of processing of the hardware and stuff is like a simple game like that. Mm-hmm. But one day in VR, you're going to turn on, there's Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, like a PS2 game. Yeah. It's going to get more and more sophisticated what's being able to be emulated in there. That's basically what happened in real life. Like not in, like, you know. It oh, yeah. With no, the, I get you. Started with that. And then 10 years later, <laughs> we had this graphics. And, 10, and it's like following inside like i don't know digital games inside digital games starts to go down yeah, a bad rabbit it's, hole it's really creepy eventually you're gonna, that whole like vibe hit me of like eventually you're gonna there's gonna be one game that you put on a headset 
and play an arcade game where you control a character who goes and plays a game that you're controlling. <laughs> well, you're just adding adding fuel to adding the simulation. Layers, yeah. The simulation theory. But nonetheless, you know. <laughs> No, that was v- cool. VR world never stops. You know, I won't do the podcast award bagging today because we got that on on Wednesday. Uh, you know, but if you enjoyed the episode, you know, subscribe, rate us five stars, join that those Discord and yeah, subreddits. Come man. hang out, play come games. hang out. We're doing we do giveaways. We we talk. It's always something happening. We don't, some we don't got cookies, but we'll say hi. <laughs> you know. So uh, other than that, I I hope you guys enjoy this episode and check out Wednesday with Twilight Zone VR. You know, we're Ooh. I know you you were hyped for this. One of, your, one of your your favorite shows growing up, right? Yeah. Even though they were black and white reruns, I'll still watch them to this day. The black and white, I think, is part of the appeal for the, that series. For the feelings they were able to invoke with mm-hmm. what was really fantastic writing with, you know, every week was something different Hollywood yeah, actor, new actors too. in there, too. So Not repeat storylines. Probably or- begging to be on it. Yeah, no, different thing, but that same weird, creepy vibe at the end of each one. Yeah, I'm excited to drop this review Wednesday. Twilight Zone. So stay tuned for that and check us out.